Carol Danvers, prodigal child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury. My favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? I don't know. Cold, no air, space. Annihilator. You took everything from me. And now I'm returning the favor. What is happening to me? She's entangled our light-based powers. So we switch places whenever we use them. Strong theory. You can absorb light. I can see it. And Kamala. Who's Kamala? Hi. She can turn light into physical matter, which I have never heard of. I could totally show you. No! targeting every planet we call home. I would never choose to bring anybody into this. You are not the only thing standing between this and the universe. Oh my god, we're a team. Higher. Further. Faster. Welcome back to the Real Table Podcast with your boy, Michael Carter. And I'm so glad that you, you've decided to listen to this episode today. Um, I'm excited about this episode. I'm excited about what we're about to talk about. There's a lot to it, but I'm going to try to keep it concise, simple, and hopefully easy to listen to. Um, it's just me today. But today we're going to talk about the Marvels, the brand new Marvel Studios movie, uh, another entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am so excited to dialogue and talk about this one. Um, we've been doing a lot of Marvel lately, like with Loki. Um, did a recent episode on Captain Marvel. Um... I think two, two, maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, did an episode, did a Marvel roundtable episode, but I feel like this has just been a lot of Marvel lately, um, which is good, but it's also like, it's kind of bad because um, Marvel's just been in the headlines lately. I remember we've, I mean, we've been talking about it here and there in some of these episodes. It's just like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff, which has stemmed. I think a lot of it has stemmed from COVID. 
a lot of it has stemmed from COVID. Filming situations, filming complications, people leaving during productions. Um, and then some of it is on leadership. Some of it is on the leadership of Disney. Um, not really taking care of the brand, right? They didn't really take, they're not really taking care of the brand as they did for the past decade. Um, and some of that is attributed to uh, a new CEO changing. Um, but Marvel has seen another shift with a uh, Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, coming back to take up the place as CEO. Um, and there's been a lot of changes. I mean, we've just seen a strike. We're coming out of a strike. We're hearing comments from Iger saying that, you know, you know, he's saying comments that really does that really don't uh he's saying comments that show his greed as a CEO, you know, as a guy that people I think um respond well to or have loved because of what he's done for the company. Um those words that he said and the things that he's been saying about the strike, um Hasn't been, um, you know, has put a bad taste in people's mouths about Bob Iger. Um, so Iger comes back and there's been some shifting at Disney. There's been some shifting. I think the Marvels moved the date, moved the date at least once. Was it once? Maybe a few times. No, I think it was just once. It was supposed to come out in February, if I'm not mistaken. Instead, but it got swip, switched. With Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Um, so there's just been a lot of stuff with Marvel. Uh, reshoots. Again, people coming out saying, you know, you know, the visual effects workers have been overworked. And you can tell it, it shows in some of the products. You look at some of the CGI. It looks cheap. Uh, the writing hasn't been good. Secret Invasion is a good example of that. So there's been, just been a lot circling around the whole Marvel Marvel scope and Marvel landscape right now. Um, but I think we're in for something good. I think we're in for something good. Uh, Loki uh, has given me a lot of hope. You know, coming out of that series, go back and listen to that episode of the finale, and not even just the finale, but all the episodes regarding Loki. Season two, Loki season two, one of the best products to ever come out of the MCU. Probably the best TV show without a doubt. It could arguably be one of the best. Like even comparing it to movies, it could be one of the best. It's that good. Um, and that gave me hope. They gave a lot, I think that's been giving a lot of people hope and reminding a lot of people, uh, not even what Marvel can be, but about the past. You know, how good Marvel is. And I feel like Loki season two also evolved, right? It evolved um, the Marvel the Marvel uh, brand. We saw something that wasn't, it wasn't dark, but it was, um, it was grim, right? It was grim. It was serious. It was something that didn't rely on CGI to carry the movie. It didn't rely on a connection of a larger universe to carry a film, right? And that's what, that's what I loved most about Loki season two. Um, and now I'm like coming into the Marvels. You, you hear stuff, you hear click, you hear um, just noise. You hear noise. People are, you know, 
Nia DaCosta, the director who I love Nia DaCosta. She directed Candyman that came out two years ago, I think, a year and a half, two years ago. I enjoyed it. Not many people did. Whatever. Nia's a fantastic director. Um, there's stuff coming about about her leaving the production. I mean, leaving a post-production early because she had to get to another movie and that didn't sit well with people. And then you have, oh, they have to do a lot of reshoots and there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of drama. I'll get to how I feel about that drama later. But there's a lot of drama surrounding this film. Um, and so me, I'm like, I'm coming in with low expectations. I want the movie to be fun. I said that in the Captain Marvel episode. I want the movie to be fun. I just want it to be a fun movie. It doesn't need to be this this big grand Oscar winning type thing. And that's I mean and honestly, Marvel movies have never been that, right? I just need this to be fun and remind me why I love this genre, why I love these movies, why I love this universe, right? And Captain Marvel, excuse me, the Marvels did that for me. It reminded me of the fun that I can have while watching a Marvel movie, right? There's a lot of BS running around out there. There's a lot of people that had narratives about this movie, right? If you've been following Marvel movies, you know what you're going to get, right? Now, I'm not saying each every, every movie and every product is the same. I don't think so. I don't think that at all. I think all the product, I think every every Marvel project is different. It is unique. Is it in a it's, it's somewhat in the same mold, but it's different, right? Loki is a good example of that. Eternals is a good example of that, right? Not everything is the same. It's just not. She-Hulk, good example of that. Might have not didn't really love the series. Not even sure if I liked it. But it was a, it's a good example of these things aren't the same. They're different, right? And so this movie reminded me how fun the MCU can be. It's been a while. Guardians of the Galaxy was a fun movie, but it was also deep. It was a very good movie. And I think people have been forgetting about that. And I think the only reason people haven't been... I've reason, I think the reason that, that movie it does belong in the argument, but hasn't made itself in the I mean hasn't uh hasn't been present in conversations because James Gunn is 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 uh James Gunn has his hand in that. He's super handsy on that. That's his thing, right? Kevin Feige has respected that and he lets him do his thing. This is the final movie, right? Final movie and he went hard and it was deep and it was emotional, it was fantastic and it was also fun in there in some areas, right? But this movie, I just, I just felt fun. It just felt good. I thought Ant-Man Quantumanium was fun. I thought it was fun. It was wacky. But looking back, it's not the movie it should have been. It's not. It's not the movie it should have been. But the Marvels, it's great. I had a fun time watching that movie. And the best thing about this movie is that it's only an hour and 30 Four thirty-seven minutes. Let me fact check. Hour forty-five. Excuse me. Not a long movie, guys. Not a long movie. And it didn't. You know, it didn't. Also, it didn't feel quick. 
I know people were also worried about that. They're like, okay, this is the shortest Marvel movie ever. This feels super quick. It's going to be messy. It's going to not, it's not going to flow right. The movie did what it needs to do. We didn't sit here with these long moments dragging out, right? The movie, it, it did, it did what it needed to do. Oh, there's, there's a threat. Oh, this is happening. They're switching powers. They're shifting powers, right? They're swapping in, in each other's spaces, right? It did what it needed to do. It moved. It didn't waste time, right? I think that's what I loved about it, right? A pro and con to that, right? It's what I loved about it, but also something I had an issue with. But I enjoyed the Marvels. I really did. Let's go. So for uh, there's a lot of people. I'm not going to break it down that deep. Long story short, some of these characters have shown up in other material. So we know Captain Marvel. She's been consistent. She's been in her movie. She's been in uh, Endgame. Is that it? I think that's about it. She might have had a cameo somewhere else. Anyways, we've seen her. We kind of know of her, right? You wouldn't have known. You wouldn't know Kamala Khan unless you've seen Miss Marvel, which is on Disney Plus. Highly encourage you to go watch that if you haven't seen it. It's a good coming of age uh, superhero show. I love it. I love uh, Iman. She's a fantastic actress. She's phenomenal in this role. Phenomenal. And she was phenomenal in this movie, too. Big Iman person. Love that girl. She's great. Um, now, Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo is in... Um, show is blinking on me. WandaVision, which was the first uh, MCU Marvel Disney, uh, Disney Plus show. The first. Right? And so Monica is in that show. Tiana Paris. Fantastic actress does what she needs to do. Period. Honestly, again, that's a big that's a big talking point for this movie. The three female leads. Excuse my language. The three the three female leads kick ass, y'all. These girls rock in these roles. They do what they need to do. They know who they are. Right? Iman plays this. This uh, this young teenage superhero who's obsessed with Captain Marvel. And she's freaking out about meeting her and shaking her hand. And she's like, we're twinsies. Like, she sells that. And she's a highlight in this movie. Tiana Paris is also a highlight in this movie. The strong scientist that got some issues with Captain Marvel. If you know, you know. I don't got going. You know, you know. And then Carol, I mean, Brie Larson. Brie Larson is Brie Larson. Also, shameless plug. Uh, Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV+. Plus. Brie Larson is in that show. Fantastic show. Might be her best acted role. Might be her best acted role. But Brie does what she needs to do in this show. She's, I mean, in this movie. She's great. She's a great Captain, Captain Marvel. And if people want to hate, because we got people out there that hate y'all. People that hate for no reason. For no reason. People that hate. They gonna hate. She's fantastic in this role. She's fantastic. So all three leads are great. They're different dynamics, right? Monica Rambo, aka or Tiana Paris, aka Monica Rambo, 
is a different dynamic than Carol, right? They're both, obviously they're both adults, both mature women, right? There's there's difference in their personalities. There's clear, there's clear difference. And then you got Iman over here, who's clearly different. And she sells that she's clearly different, right? But these three characters are from other properties or from different parts of the MCU world. And they collide in this awesome movie. I enjoyed it. I thought the threat, the threat was more, the threat was solid. Threat was a lot better than I expected, y'all. I'm so serious. Um, So the threat is a Kree. It's a Kree protagonist that has some ties. Um, I won't go into that. That's a spoiler. It's a Kree antagonist. Kree, one of the one of the uh, races, or uh, one of the species, uh, that were in Captain Marvel, in Guardians of the the, the main villain in Guardians, Ron, Ronan. He's Kree, right? Captain Marvel was a Kree was fighting with Kree at one point in the first movie. This villain is a Kree. Uh, and again, that's all I'm going to say. She's way, I, I I liked her a lot better than I thought I was. When I, when I read about the movie, when I read about it, I'm like, okay, this feels like it's just another, we're just going to throw this person, throw this villain in. But I loved her intentions. I love why she was fighting for why she was fighting. I loved it. I I thought it I thought it brought something obviously to the story but it just didn't feel like a copy and paste type thing, right? Now it she wasn't on the level of um like Kang if you seen Ant-Man Quantumania Kang I even say Thanos, Loki, like she's not on that level. I mean, not even close. Um but she's solid She's solid for this movie. She's solid for this adventure in this story. Uh, and does what she needs to do. That part is played by Zowie Ashton, who's I found out, if I'm not mistaken. Zowie Ashton. Quick Google search, y'all. I think she's she's engaged to Tom Hiddleston. Or no, wait. Married. Married to Tom Hiddleston, a.k.a. Loki. The greatest thing ever, y'all. The greatest thing ever. Love Tom Hiddleston. Zowie Ashton's fantastic in this role. This is awesome. This is awesome. Um, but the Marvels is the Marvels is super fun. Uh, it, 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 it keeps, it, 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 again, it knows what it wants to do. Nia did a good job with directing the action sequences, right? And in handling some of those delicate moments, right? I'm not going to dig deep, but you know there's going to be some delicate moments between Carol and Monica. Now, my only criticism is I wish that we dig deeper. Give me, give me, I won't say five minutes, but I feel like there were two moments, maybe three. There was a couple, couple moments, I think, where I was like, ooh, let's stay in this emotional state right here. Let's keep pushing. Let's keep pulling on that. I'm glad that they didn't ignore it. I'm glad that they're like, hey, yeah, this is a clear dynamic. We got to talk about this. We got to touch it. But I wanted us to stay there longer. Let's really dig into this emotional state. Let's really dig into this, this conflict, right? I'm, I'm that type of person in movies where I, 
it's it, it makes me anxious sometimes when conflict happens in movies but i'm like i like it i feel like it brings something it brings another level to characters there's another level of depth to the characters and so i wanted that in this movie i didn't get enough of it that's probably my only criticism for the movie is that there are some emotional moments or some some um, really delicate moments that i wanted them to go deeper i wanted them to rest in it a little bit more um but again I think I, I I thought about this for another movie that I actually I saw today. Be, with that being the only thing, I think the whole movie itself is it's good. It's it's good. If I have to give a rating, not if I have to get a rating, I'm giving a rating. If I get a rating, give it a rating. I will put it at a three point five out of five. Three point five out of five. It's one of those movies where I think go see it, man. Just go see it. You don't have to have, I mean, you you have to have some knowledge of some of these characters and where they're coming from. But I feel like if you were to jump in and watch it, you would go, oh, like there are little lines in here that helps bring that help bring you along, that help you, if you've never seen these shows, to go, oh, okay, cool. And it makes you intrigued though. Because I feel like if I hadn't seen if I hadn't seen Miss Marvel, if I hadn't seen WandaVision, my instant reaction afterwards is to go, depending on how you feel about the characters after, depending on how you feel, my initial response would have been to go, I'm going to Google and figuring out, like, what do I need to watch? Oh, WandaVision, Miss Marvel, okay. I'm going on Disney Plus, and I'm going to watch these shows and check out these characters before these before this event, right? Which I encourage you to do. So, the Marvels. It's got my approval. As somebody would say, a big Mike like. <laughs> it's got my approval. 3.5 out of 5. Go see the Marvels. Right? At this time, it's time to get into some, 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 some spoilers. Excuse me. It's time to get into some spoilers. So, right now would be the time to click out of here and then come right back. When you're done with the movie, come back when you're done with the movie and let's talk more spoilers, right? All right. So I was talking about the emotional dynamic, the emotional dynamic between um, Monica and Carol. I really wanted them to dig deeper. I wanted Carol, not Carol. I wanted Monica and Carol to have not this long indie film moment right a lot of some of these indie films they have moments where you just sit and 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 you sit with emotions and there's tension there right they make the time for that in movies like this they don't make they don't make that much time for it It just depends um i wanted monica to to, and carol to have a longer conversation conversation i wanted them to really like not do shit duke it out but like i wanted them to be some animosity in a way to, to the point where Maybe Iman had to be like, guys, you know, can we can we not be doing this? Can we stop? Can we fight? Also, Iman is mature. Uh, excuse me, Iman. Kamala. Kamala is mature for her age. I felt like there are different moments in the movie in the movie where she wanted to be a kid where she was a kid and it was it was it was showing out. Her being this teenager was really peeking out. But then there were moments where she just clicked and she became a superhero, which I loved. 
Um, but I was hoping for a moment where just Monica and Carol can kind of duke it out and have that conversation a little bit longer. Let, let's really sit with it, right? Let's sit with it. Or let's sit with the fact that after they went to, first off, Captain Marvel being married, Carol being married is funny. That whole sequence is funny to me, bro. It is so funny that they just show up. They show up to this spot. And see, this is what I'm talking about when I'm like, fun in Marvel movies. This is outrageous, low-key. This is low-key funny. It's like you go to this, this random place in the galaxy, and they sing. That's their language. I think that is so funny. And it turns out, I, I knew it too. When she got off, she was like, hey, guys. Uh, so I'm kind of really famous down here. My instant, my initial reaction went, oh, she's married. I was like, my, Carol's married. She's married to somebody in this, in, the, in this place. And they go there and they say princess. And they're like, wait, you're married? She's like, uh, long story, right? Love that part. That's what I'm talking about with fun with Marvel movies. It wasn't fun. No offense to Taika Waititi. Waitiki. Taika... Not me messing up this guy's name, Taika. Waititi, excuse me. No disrespect, Taika. But, no offense to Taika. This is the type of humor that I'm like, this works. This worked for me, right? It didn't feel super duper forced. It, it, just, it felt fun and it felt free. It, it wasn't trying to push humor on me, right? It was funny though. It was like this is kind of random. This is this is stupid in a way. Like what singing? What what's going on? I don't know. But after they go to the planet of the prince, what's that city? That other city. That other not city, but that other planet. When they go there, after they go there, um, they hyper jump out. Because they weren't at first. Because Carol felt like she had to clean it up. Um, yeah, Carol felt like she had to clean it up. And so they hyper jump out. Um, and when they land to wherever they're at, there's an emotional moment there between all three of them that I'm like, man, I, I want them to sit in that emotional moment just for a little bit, right? I want them to sit there. Just sit there and soak it in. Have that conversation and make it longer. Let's not jump to and fro, right? Let's not jump to and fro and just let's let's sit in this conversation. And let's have this moment where Carol is just, Carol's carrying so much. She wants to fix everything because she, I mean, she made a mistake. She made some mistakes. So she wants to fix everything. Let's sit here. Let's Let's not rush it. Let's not rush it, right? So I wanted that moment to be more, but again, if I, if I have to complain about just one thing, then I'm fine with complaining about it, right? I'm cool with that. I love that. I'm okay with that. Also, outrageous things. Think of the outrageous things. Goose. Goose having babies. Nuts. Goose having babies all over that ship is nuts. And, and not only that, they decide to use the cats. To abort the ship. <laughs> to abort the spaceship. They decide to use the cats. Like. Makes no sense. But. In my opinion. And to me. 
it's stuff like that 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 makes me go see I I've missed I missed having fun with Marvel movies, right? And maybe and maybe and maybe there's an argument to me to um maybe there's an argument to go, well, Ant-Man Quantumania is fun, right? It's wacky, it's weird, but it is fun. I haven't seen it in a minute, so I don't have an updated thought on it. I just remember coming out and like, oh, that was fun. That wasn't like bad, right? And some people thought it was bad, et cetera, it's whatever. But there's something fun. There's something just harmless about this movie where it, it takes itself seriously in some moments, but it also does it and it's okay with that. And that's what it should be, right? Not every superhero movie has to be. There's some superheroes where I feel like you've got to you gotta have a, you gotta have a certain tone, right? Deadpool might be the most consistent superhero title besides Spider-Man and Batman, depending. There's a few more of those. But Deadpool is one that I can give an example off the top of my head where it's like Ryan Reynolds gets the character. Right, he's he's not really serious at all. Deadpool just goofs around, right? Understanding the character, not everything has to be serious, right? The Marvels Loki season two are different, different. Period. They're different, right? They don't need to be the same. They don't. Captain Marvel doesn't need to have the same energy as Loki. Now, I would be intrigued to see a Captain Marvel film or a film like the Marvels, which again, I just don't think it works. Maybe it's again, maybe it's a film with just Captain Marvel. See what that looks like. Um, see what that looks like with the tone of Loki. I'm here for that. I'd I'd, I'd sit through that. You know, I, I'll check that out. But this is what I've been missing out of Marvel. And I love it. I love it. Also, um, the swapping between the, the characters are my, one of my favorite parts. I loved the swapping between those three. That was super cool. The ending. Let's talk about the ending. Uh, Monica sacrificing herself is it's nuts. I can't believe it. Um, and it's an emotional moment. She knows that she can do it. Right. And Carol's like, um, it might be too dangerous. And then, you know, Monica's like, we don't got time. We got to do this. So Kamala puts on both bangles after defeating Darben, which that sequence with them fighting Darben. Guys, the action sequence was fire in this movie. Man, Nia cooked. She cooked. She really cooked on those action sequences. I swear she did. Um, after they beat up Darben, um, they they uh Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. They all they both use their powers and direct it at um Monica. Then Monica just gains all this power, which dude. Just thinking about how powerful these heroes are, like, excuse me, the universe is getting bigger. It's getting bigger. We know how powerful Captain Marvel is, but there's just something about 
seeing other heroes and seeing what they can do. I'm like, man, Monica is strong. Her powers are unique. She can get shifty on some of these villains, which I can't wait to see more of her. She's going to get shifty and she's going to be killing it out there. I cannot wait. But when they when they absorb her powers, I mean, when she absorbs their powers and then she flies towards the um, the, the the portal, the time gap thing where it's falling apart, she's flying towards it. And then she she, you know, she flies into it and around basically another dimension, which is nuts, a whole nother dimension. And she's using uh, using her powers to close it. Incredible. That's a sick scene. Again, makes me makes me uh, reminds me like, oh, shoot, she, Monica is strong. I'm curious how strong she is, though, like how strong and how powerful she is compared to everybody else. Her powers are super unique. Right. Things can go through her and she can absorb power and stuff like that. So her powers are super duper unique. But as Monica's closing the closing the gap, and then Captain and then Carol just goes, Monica, you need to come back. And she's like, No, it's she's like, I gotta finish the job, basically. Carol zooms. Zooms through space and she just goes to try to just like try to get her and she's reaching out her hand. She's reaching out her hand and then Monica just ends up closing closing the gap. And it, the devastation on Carol. Probably one of the one of the most heartfelt moments in the movie. Not heartfelt, but like emotional moments in the movie. It was, it was just like, dang. Like after all this tension between her and Monica, they're fighting together. They're finally together. And they're getting separated once again. It's rough. It's rough. But the movie is great. I don't think I missed anything else spoilery that I wanted to talk about. I don't think I've missed anything else that was huge. Maybe I'll think of something one day. Maybe it'll come back up, but I enjoyed this movie, y'all. This was <laughs> this was a fantastic uh, I keep saying fantastic. I wanna I just feel like every time I keep talking about it, I'm like, dang, I really like this movie a lot. I really I was really about it. I was really about it. I cannot complain about this movie. Um but The Marvels, please, please, please go see it. Go check out that movie, y'all. Go check it out. Um, oh, the post credit scene. Now, the post credit scene with Beast. Yo. What? Monica wakes up, and she's somewhere. She's somewhere, right? Some reality. And Beast. Beast from X-Men. For my non-MCUers who, who weren't there... <laughs> Who weren't there in the 2000s watching superhero movies. That's Beast from X-Men, y'all. X-Men, they're coming. And this is huge. And this is a big, this is a big, I'm going to sound the alarm. I'm going to be sounding the alarm a lot with these next MCU episodes that we do in the future, whatever. Get on it, y'all. 
the MCU is coming back because the X-Men is huge. Got some of the coolest, most unique characters. X-Men, Fantastic Four, it, they're coming, right? And so to see this connection, which people are waiting for the X-Men and they're coming, which means we're going to see the X-Men in Secret Wars. The X-Men are coming in Secret Wars, y'all. That's what that just confirmed to me, which is huge. They're essential to the storyline, I think. And they're essential to the Marvel Universe. So, I'm pumped. That post-credit scene is huge. I'm excited. But where is Monica? We don't know where she is. She wakes up and she sees mom, and it's not really mom. Right? It's different version. I don't even know if it's Marie. I think it might be a different version of Marie, basically. And she's a different uh, and she's a different version of Captain Marvel, I think. Or no. I think her name is like Starbeam or something else. I, just, I saw it and I forgot it recently. I saw it recently and I forgot. But y'all, the X-Men is coming. The Marvel Universe is getting bigger. And not only getting bigger, I think they're about to step it up. Get you get your folks that have fallen off. It's coming. It's about to come back and they're about to blow it big, big time, right? Big time. All right. I'm going to get up out of here. I'm going to let y'all get up out of here. I'm done ranting. But go see the Marvels. Go see it. Go check it out. Go watch it. Go enjoy it. As always, thank y'all for y'all support. This has been fun. This has been awesome. Joining the Real Table Podcast. Um, and guess what? I'm going to see y'all real soon. All right. Y'all be cool out there. I'll see y'all. Peace. Thank you all again for joining me today on The Real Table. Make sure you follow and share this podcast with anybody that loves movies or somebody that wants to just know more about the movie culture. Thank you so much. Once again, you can also follow me on Instagram at The Real Table Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Table. Once again, thank you all so much. I'll see you all soon.